Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of... We got that White House Ambi trend. Oh, uh, the White House Ambien. That shit hits hard. Yeah, man. man. I am Jack. That is Miles. Yeah. These are some of the things that are trending on this Tuesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So there's an Inspectors General's report. Inspectors Generals um, for, mm-hmm. from the Department of Defense that came through. I think they started this investigation when Dr. Is it Ronnie Jackson? Yeah, Ronnie. Ronnie, aka the candy man, Trump's mm-hmm. personal uh physician, was accused of basically handing out candy, uh little, you know, <laughs> yeah. pharmaceuticals, uh psychoactive pharmaceuticals for the other people in the White House. He was like, never did it. So they started an investigation that has just been released. And it seems like all right, so we'll just I'll just read the um uh, the report says, we found that the White House Medical Unit provided a wide range of healthcare and pharmaceutical services to ineligible White House staff in violation <laughs> of federal law and regulation and DOD policy. Uh, additionally, the White House Medical Unit dispensed prescription medications, including controlled substances, to ineligible White House staff. Mm, no way. Yeah, during no the way. Trump administration. Which, no way. So I don't know. Like, I've always, you can kind of see that Trump is on speed all the time in like micro details, the sniffling, the flakes of Adderall shooting out of his nose. Um, <laughs> at, and like one, one time it like shot out of his nose and you could like see one of his eyes like track it on the way to yeah, the ground because like, oh, he was like goes. so just like hyper, uh, hyper aware from all the Adderall <laughs> he'd me. been snorting. And then also like just the broadly like, boom bust cycles of being awake and furious and falling asleep and being asleep well, for yeah. like days. And I'm sure there's a ton of degenerates too that were in that white house who were just like, yo, wait, there's a fucking pharmacy in here. Yeah. Hold on, man. Hey dude, can I get like some Vikes or what, man? Like, cause that'll, that'll help a lot. They're like, you're technically ineligible. Um, yeah. but well, hook it up, man. Hook it up. Uh, this also 
feels like is this not standard practice? I feel like this would be any administration, like not to be like this is a Trump only type situation, but it feels like if you have some kind of like weird like that there is a doctor on hand and you can be like hey man can i get some of that yeah. like that you'll always have people being like hey can i get some of that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so exactly like, yeah yeah right, here on the low on the low here's some yeah here's some, uppers, like some downers white houses in general are full of like elvis drug abuse you know like elvis right. didn't do illegal drugs but yeah. he abused the shit out of whatever uh his <laughs> doctor would give him and his right. doctor would give him anything because he was Elvis um, to the point that, you know, didn't didn't make it out of his 40s. Uh, so it it feels like that is kind of the status quo. Like dur during that first Dr. Ronnie Jackson scandal, I remember people were talking about how like Obama, Obama administration officials would like be on planes and, you know, take one to put you out and one to turn the lights Bring back, back on. Yeah. Yeah he would just kind of be walking down the down the aisle of air force one just handing them yeah, out like yeah like it's the eucharist <laughs> exactly i mean i remember even reading like jfk being shot up with a lot of speed and like painkillers because he had back issues but um you know more or less constantly out of his mind uh with the trump white house though it wasn't just uppers um oh. of the numerous problems with the medical unit one of the most disturbing is its cavalier approach toward narcotics, particularly when the nation is suffering from a devastating opioid addiction crisis. Uh, all phases of the White House medical unit's pharmacy operation had severe and systemic problems. It stocked four opioid pain medications, fentanyl, hydrocodone, morphine, and oxycodone. Um, so Woo! Yeah. they really needed that Provigil. They really needed that, uh, oh, that yeah. upper. Keep Just them to straight, bring you back. You know? They're like, hey, man, Woo! this motherfucker. They rent rents Priebus is nodding the fuck out, man. Can you help him? <laughs> he is fucking bad, bro. He has to speak to the fucking UN in a second. He's like, huh? Huh? Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah. Well, uh, surprising yet not surprising. But also I like that, like, it's like, how long did this investigation take? They, <laughs> they like, went deep. Right. Um, Here we got it. We got controlled it. It medications, everything. including the sleeping pill Ambien and the stimulant Provigil were dispensed, quote, without verifying the patient's identity. <laughs> yeah. Just like, Hell yeah. A witness told yeah. investigators that Dr. X asked if I could hook up this person with some Provigil as parting gift for leaving the White House in the unit. It was authorized for us to do that kind of stuff. Hell, so they dude, were giving it out as it a up. gift. Dude, hook it. I love that. Hook it up. It's just like we're using straight up drug talk in the way. It's like, hey, man, you, you think we could hook it up? Hook it up with some Fenty, man, for him? Right. I mean, remember there was, to, you know, he's trying to get clean. He's trying to get clean, but this will just help. You know what I mean? This will just help a little bit. There were the early days in the Trump administration where they like talked about there was that room of interns that just existed Vaping? in a vape yeah. cloud. Yes, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like perpetual vape cloud. You know, those guys were probably like doing like, they're like, yo, man, I'm going to fucking sprain my wrist doing some Healy tricks in my shoes. And then I can go yeah. to the doctor and be like, oh, dude, my wrist, bro. You got something for this? Yeah. Yeah. I was doing tricks in my Healy shoes. Yeah. The ones you told me to not wear with the wheels in the heel, but <laughs> I just, I'm working on a fucking, I needed some footy for my fucking new mixtape, dude. So, uh, Brian, the editor points out, this does finally answer the question. How do they sleep at night? Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> With a lot of help, baby. Just some Vicodin, man. You know what I mean? Goblets of wine. Help from someone that they call the Candy Man. Yeah. All right. Uh, Nancy Pelosi 
wants the FBI to investigate pro-Palestinian protesters uh, because they're financed by Russia, obviously. Yeah. yeah. This is an interesting one because while I, I, I think th there's like room for that to be true because it's definitely part of Putin or Russia's plan just in, in, term, in terms of sowing discord is to find like wedge issues and then be sure. like, okay, let's energize these kinds of things. But to like entirely lay that at the feet of like Russian funding or disinformation from yeah. TikTok because it's Chinese, I think is such... Uh, an incredibly just a fucking slap in the face to human beings who are witnessing what is happening in Gaza and then being like, this is offensive. It needs to stop. And I, this is like horrifying what I'm seeing. And then Nancy Pelosi is so high on power and elderly that her only conclusion is like, well, I'm not disturbed by it. So it yeah. has to be, it has to be Russia or China. Like, just yeah. like, that's, what's wild is like that, Anyway, that that came out of her so quickly and so easily um, yeah. and not understanding the sh like how people were completely baffled by what she was saying. But it makes sense because she's, you know, part of this uh, this whole infrastructure for the Democratic Party. And yeah, what, what, what might as well just blame it on something rather than people having yeah. some kind of like having eyes and a conscience. Yeah. If the polling which, which states that like people are really in favor of a ceasefire and disapprove of you know what what is happening in gaza um if that polling is inconvenient then she's just going with uh not not should we like reevaluate what yeah. where we are um they're going no. with uh you're actually brainwashed by putin um she what, so she went yeah. on cnn on sunday uh and said that pa uh, pro-palestinian protesters in the u.s were secretly connected to russia's geopolitical agenda and possibly financed by the Russian government. And she's mm -hmm. going to ask the FBI to investigate the financing of pro-Palestinian protests. Just God-tier <laughs> brain rot. It's, it's like the same shit like Republicans do. It's like, well, we need the FBI to investigate this thing that has no bearing of, like, of actual truth or something. But we just need to get that out there. That there's something to investigate. That something's right. afoot. And it's not the, you know... It's not the American empire just humming along doing what it does. Yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, it, it just, it's really, it really fuck, it fucks me up when I hear, like, when I heard this because I'm like, yeah, damn, these people are so fucking out of touch. They are, they live in outer space yeah. and they think they understand the dynamics at play to win an election in November when so much shit is basically on the line in terms of like whatever the fuck Project 2025 is going to be and, uh, trump 2.0 administration and there's they're busy being like okay let's not look at the thing that's clearly affecting some of the support from the people that you need to get votes to to like win an election and like let's just let's just say it's you guys are just fucking lemmings who uh, right. are just marching lockstep with foreign adversarial governments uh rather than doing a bit of introspection so I mean, again, it makes sense, like we were saying on yesterday's show, it's like they're, they'd they rather just go all in on reproductive rights and make yeah. that the big thing they talk about rather than trying to. And, and then like also with the immigration stuff that Biden's doing, like, well, let's go to the right on immigration and maybe that can make up for the people we lost because of the genocide that we're a party to. Right. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll yeah. grab some of them. Well, and also, like, you also think young voters are not going to really be like, oh, yeah, man, let's what happened to the fucking dreamers? Like, and all right. this other shit that, like, was being promised. And you're going to completely just go full reverse on that? 
it the math ain't math and uh, i don't know what polls they're looking at but it might be some version that they're like hey man can you can you just make up a poll that makes us feel like we're right right now there's also because the the messaging was a little confusing because it was uh, funded by putin but then she also uh, responded to protesters go back to china where your headquarters is so it's unclear who's behind this it's a, they're still trying to figure out who is funding these people who object to the killing of 26,000 yeah. people. And are they going to just go after like DEI next? Maybe. Who? Like, just be like, yeah, it's just like, yeah. you know, it's just this woke culture that has people looking at untold horrific death of innocence in mass. And they are affected. I don't know that these people are snowflakes. Yeah. We used to just do this shit on the daily and y'all didn't say shit. I don't know what's going on now. I don't know why wow. y'all suddenly have a conscience. <laughs> That's true. It's like, what it's just is weird. going on? That's what I'm yeah. like. I was saying this backstage, uh, dur like before the habituation pod, like it, we're just like in this really bizarre period where the elites have been using like this form of explaining foreign policy or disseminating news. That was like how adults interact with children. Like it's like yeah. elf on the shelf foreign policy <laughs> where they're like, y'all don't know. Y'all right. don't know at night. This elf come to life and yeah. you, you, you can't, you don't understand. So don't get, this is a, this is adults work. And now most of the people that are of voting age are too old for that shit. Basically. Right. And they're like, what the fuck, man? I used to be able to be like, Hey, you better behave. Cause elf on the shelf. But they're like, there is no fucking elf. And this is bullish. That's a doll that you got up there. And they are just scratching their heads completely baffled as to what's going on. And because they're unable to do any sort of level of introspection, the easiest thing to do is to begin to point fingers outside of themselves and say, it's this, it's that, it's that, it can't, it's, we're, it's not us. Yeah. And that arrogance really fucking frightens me because, um, God, it's just a fucking fucked up race to the bottom now. Yeah. I mean, you used to get people when they became adults to buy in by giving them something. Like yeah. a you know sustainable Home. life, but yeah. they, they stopped Healthcare. doing that, and they're just expecting people to uh, to follow along just out of pure inertia. But it's yeah. just not and there anymore. You have a generation of people, especially like Gen Z. I mean, granted, like we had the internet, but like I didn't. There was not the resources for me to begin to like understand what is like what my government's foreign policy, how that affected me, or economic policy affected me. But like with Gen Z and younger, they. They're like, wait, what'd they tell you? You go to college and you get a house and shit? And then they right. start Googling and shit. And they start, they, there's more information available to them at a, at a, like a more rapid tick and uh, of higher quality. So yeah, that's mm. what you're dealing with. Your kids, yeah. your kids know how to search the fucking internet and they're going, is Elf on the Shelf real? And it says, hell no. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, who's, who's Putin's internet they're on? <laughs> that's right. They just want to kill Christmas. It all comes back to the war on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. And we're back. We're back. And... Universal Orlando has a new theme park, Epic Universe, that just announced uh, some more details, including that the five themed lands will include Super Nintendo World, what what everybody wants. Thank you. A How to Train Your Dragon area. Uh, uh, I mean, okay. There's definitely, that's like a movie that people liked when it came out. Do your kids Um, fuck with How to Train a Dragon? Just no, quick. They have not to this point fucked with uh, how to train a dragon. They're not fucking um, with dragon training. Okay. Yep. But they're also like less in on Pokemon than most. So sure. like something about the training of uh animals or cr- beasts does not appeal to them, maybe. Yeah. Um sounds like animals. They're not in on them. Pokemon because I avoid it because I just don't have I don't understand it. And so I just I'm well, oh man, Russia. I got so that's many Russia's influence, man. 
I got so many plates spinning trying to keep the Pokemon out of the out of their world. It's like the Truman Show in my household. Wait, just, is it because you you're afraid that that will just open the floodgates to like a whole new like world of wonder and obsession for them? Yeah, and I I don't understand it, and I right. have to. And then they'll think I'm dumb, Miles. But just gotta I gotta keep the ruse up for another couple of years until they're right. past Pokemon age. It's, <laughs> it's a grind. They're like, Dad, tell us what. Wait, what's Raichu, Dad? And you're like, oh <laughs> fuck. Oh, God. Gonna... What is this? Fucking what are you what are you on? Putin's internet? Get the fuck out of here with that. Raichu. You smoking? I'm gonna bring Raichu. in somebody to scare you straight. Dad, what are you reading on your phone? Nothing. I'm just telling you, Raichu is a Pokemon species <laughs> in the Nintendo Game uh, Freaks media franchise first introduced. What, Dad? Are you just reading <laughs> no? No, this is how I talk sometimes. From Miles, he was just telling me about something really interesting. Um, but the third park uh, that was announced was a Dark Universe section, um, which what the fuck is that? you might remember uh, their failed attempt at creating a shared cinematic universe that only ever amounted to a couple of movies that did very badly and, uh, you know, a publicity photo featuring several problematic men, plus Sophia Butella. She was in the Mummy one, I think, with Tom Cruise. Um, yeah. And the movies that, like, might as well not exist. But apparently they're just repurposing some of the branding for a new monster attraction themed around a Frankenstein character, Dr. Victoria Frankenstein. Um, so. And what, like. It, it's just it, weird that they're doubling down. Is Van Helsing one of their IP, too? Like, like it's just Probably, so weird that. But that movie didn't. <laughs> didn't do great either yeah it's just wild oh yeah that's a universal joint too van helsing it's just like odd when they're like fuck man what ip do we have it's like they're going through their garage yeah. and they're like i don't know man yeah. i can give you a johnny depp character with a tom cruise thing uh russell crowe like yeah fuck it man call it dark universe or some shit like it's so uninspiring it's kind of giving me a panic attack just thinking about like i could see like a monster like a monster world for sure if they have access to all those old classic monsters you could have some fun with that but calling it dark universe which was their failed attempt they were like we're creating the new marvel cinematic universe the dark universe right um and like suggest that they're still hanging on um and yeah we'll see i mean maybe it'll be fun maybe it'll be fun around halloween they're like, oh, we know what Gen Z wants. They want Boris Karloff and Bella Lugosi. <laughs> like, that's nobody's right. fucking, like, that's for fucking real, like, cinema heads. Like, if you know that age of, like, the monster flick or whatever. But after that, uh, whatever. Go ahead, Universal. Just do, do whatever the fuck you're going to do. You know what I mean? Um, they also are introducing a Harry, Harry Potter section themed around the Fantastic Beast movie. So they're, they're just, like, not taking the hint on this they're just like yeah dude just ring it they, out if the theme park is good um yeah our writer jam was uh, wondering if maybe they should if they they might be thinking about a cats themed park if they uh, if they're just doubling down on failed where like everything remember how in that movie like everything was like kind of bigger it wasn't like yeah. super big it wasn't like honey but I yeah. the kids but it was like yeah the full adult. yeah like oh i'm a cat yeah Adult humans were cat size. That would be fun, actually. Honestly, um, that's more fun. Like, you don't even have to brand it. You'd be like, yo, go to a tiny yeah. world where you feel tiny and shit. Yeah. 
Like, fine. Okay. Tiny world. Don't need to connect it to fucking fantastic fucks or whatever beasts. We had a, uh, we had a tiny world weekend in my house. We watched uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Ant-Man. Oh. Uh, my kids were really oh, on a shit. tiny world kick. What'd they think of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? They liked it. They yeah, gotcha. were like, well, we need more tiny world shit. Give me, give me Take more me. people being extremely oh, really? small. How about this one? Do you want to go down to a cellular level? Check out inner space. That's right. And finally, uh, money dysmorphia is a yeah. thing. This that, is... Uh, yeah, young adults are suffering from. Apparently it's trending. Uh, they say that this is like about a thing where people are obsessed with chasing the high life. So this is according to a survey um, but done by, you know, like some credit companies uh, a while back. But it showed that like 44% uh -oh. of Gen Z, 46% of millennials say they are, quote, obsessed with the idea of being rich compared to the average of 27% amongst the rich generations. <laughs> um, and right. It's yeah. like, it says a similar number of young adults admitted to being obsessed with being rich also admitted experiencing money dysmorphia, which is described as having a distorted view of one's finances that could lead them to make poor decisions. 59% of millennials and 48% of Gen Z also feel behind on their financial goals. Um, though social media is partly responsible for all of this, to which I say this is kind of dumb and people need to understand that for when you're younger, rich is like a it's sort of a level of comfort that you identify not necessarily like i need to have right. all this money and as we get as people's futures become more uncertain and things become less attainable you like man the people i know that have health care and like are able to like buy a condo are rich right yeah and that's the thing it's like stability and i think that's just kind of weird to i mean i get too that we also get poisoned by consumer culture to a certain extent, especially when we're younger. But I feel a lot of this just also has to do with the lack of opportunity, the lack of mobility. And we're just sort of couching it in this language of like, they want to be rich. It's like, mm, yeah, exactly. Blame it on the end of it. It's the same as, you know, uh, fossil fuel companies and the media getting it so that like the world is coming to an end because we cho didn't recycle every piece of trash yeah. instead of like, no, it's actually you know, 70%, these massive corporations, uh, these people are obsessed with their finances because they do not have the material wealth because we yeah. live in a broken system that isn't and, giving it to them. And yeah, so and our financial yeah. system just basically sucked every drop dry. And you have, again, generations of people that were told do X, Y, and Z and then you get out into the real world and suddenly you're doing the John Travolta from Pulp Fiction gif where he's like, where the, where the fuck is everything at? Like, what? <laughs> you know? And, then, yeah. and now it's like, yeah, y'all are obsessed with being rich. So nice. They're like just yeah. really cynical way to describe how they're like all of this wealth has been siphoned up and redistributed upward. Yeah. Um, and then saying like, I don't know what's wrong with these people. Like, so obsessed with this shit. Rich people just... and like banks love to talk about how America suffers from bad financial literacy because it's a way of blaming, uh, you know, poor yeah. people for being and poor and not rich. It's also like true like, though too. Where'd you get your money? Because 80% of the time it came from your, like you inherited it. So, right. Yeah. Oof. Anyway, that's a, that's a, that's a grim one. Yeah, that is a grim one. All right. Well, those are some of the things that are trending on this yeah. Tuesday, January 30th. We are back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. Yeah. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to mm -hmm. yourselves. Get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. 
Don't mm-hmm. do nothing about white supremacy. Nope. And we will talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts